Hello everyone and welcome back. Today I'm giving you the updates for the matches played on today that's on the 22nd of April 2021 in India and on the 21st of April 2021 in the United States of America. The first match of the day was between the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. The for the day started with an upset. The Toronto Raptors beat the Brooklyn Nets. The Raptors lose against Memphis Grizzlies but they can beat the Brooklyn Nets. That is interesting. extremely interesting the raptors won with the scoreline of 114 to 103 the raptors now are 25 and 34 while the nets are 39 and 20 in their win and loss columns respectively the highest scorer for the raptors was pascal siakam who had a good game 27 points 9 rebounds 6 assists in his 38 minutes of play while og anubi did give him a good uh, response and a good support with 25 points While the, for the Nets, the highest scorer was Kyrie Irving, again expected, with a double double of 28 points and 11 rebounds, eight assists in his 37 minutes of play. Interestingly, no Kevin Durant, no James Harden. James Harden is again out with his hamstring problem. And interestingly, after acquiring James Harden in January 2021 from the Houston Rockets, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. currently nba's most fearsome three three team player have played only seven games in their last 15 odd games they've played seven games together on court when all three of them are healthy at the same time from at least the past 15 games because all of them have either some injury going on or they have personal reasons that they're going out that's interesting to see that it's it's agreeable that this team is definitely finals bound for the next couple of years but the fact that this year they're not as amalgamated as they're supposed to be is a worrisome aspect especially for the nets and head coach steve nash the next match of the day was between the indiana pacers and the oklahoma city thunder the pacers won this contest quite comfortably with the scoreline of 122 to 116 the pacers are now 27 and 31 while the while the while okc is 20 and 39 in their win and loss columns respectively The highest scorer for the Pacers was Chris, was Malcolm Brogdon, who had a double double of 29 points, 15 rebounds. 15 rebounds. Chris Lovett was close behind with 28 points. O'Shea Brissett, who was the starting center in the absence of Miles Turner and Demantis Sabonis, again had a double double of 23 points and 12 rebounds. While for the Thunder, the highest scorer was Darius Baisley, who had 26 points, 9 rebounds in his 37 minutes of play. Alexey Puskovsky I guess I'm pronouncing it wrong got injured quite early he just played 5 minutes and put up two assists two rebounds got injured and you can see the fact that he was writhing in pain and it's it is definitely a big blow for the OKC especially when it comes to this year's season because the fact that they're again lottery bound you can see the fact that they're lottery bound and it is not acceptable maybe but the fact that they have accepted the fact that they are now lottery bound and they're just waiting for with the extreme what do you call it acceptance of the fact that they have now in complete rebuilding mode after giving away Russell Westbrook, Steven Adams, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, James Harden maybe, Kevin Durant in the past 
7 to 10 years and you can see the demise of OKC only Russell Westbrook and Steven Adams were keeping it afloat but the fact that now they've accepted the fact they are now in complete rebuild mode you can see how it is difficult and how it is a strenuous process especially when all of the star players like Shagel just Alexander are out and all extreme young guns like Alexei Puskovsky have to take the fact Alexei Puskovsky got injured he was out for the rest of the game but he's definitely put himself in the stardom after his good performances for the OKC he's extremely thin he's a scrawny kid but he has a smooth jumper he has a silky jumper and if he's able to control the fact that if he if he's able to beef up the way Giannis did even Giannis was extremely scrawny if not beef up but at least gain some form of mass within him he'll be able to go through the rough under under the basket games the mini games that are played within the games he definitely has a high ceiling and you can see that he has a good future if he's able to control his jumper if he's able to make his good decisions and he's able to pass well because passing is not a strong suit you can see within his games he makes quite a few turnovers but that's acceptable for a rookie like him the next match of the day was between i'm sorry the next match of the day was again a upset of sorts between the washington wizards and the golden state warriors after 11 games the washington wizards were able to restrict steph curry to 18 points after his historic 11 game run of 30 plus points in every game and about 10 plus three pointers in the last four games of his five he was playing in god mode you can see he was playing in god mode and who was defending him of course it has to be russell westbrook one of the hardest defenders to get past especially even for curry russell westbrook had a monstrous game 14 points 10 assists 20 rebounds in his 41 minutes of play 20 rebounds is he gone mad he's averaging a triple double again russell westbrook was nicknamed the walking triple double he's averaging a triple double Bradley Beal had a double double of 29 points and 10 rebounds. But Westbrook was insane. Daniel Gafford, Davis Bertans had 19 apiece. Raul Neto had 18. It was a complete game, a team game. The the Wizards are now finding their footing after a horrendous start to their season. Kelly Oubre Jr had an amazing game for the Warriors. He was the highest scorer who came off from the bench. 24 points, 9 rebounds in his 37 minutes of play. Curry was restricted to 18. Kent Bazemore had more than Curry. Bazemore had 19. Draymond and Kevin Kevon Looney again both of them were restricted to single digits. Jordan Poole had a good contribution of 22 from the bench. The Wizards are playing like a team. They are aiming within the next games or so they are aiming for seven in a row. They already are on a six game winning streak. The Wizards are playing well. The next match of the day was between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Phoenix Suns. The Suns won the contest, of course. But interestingly, Joel Embiid's full court heave was heartbreaking especially for the 76ers because it rimmed out. It rotated and rimmed out. Otherwise, that would have been one of the greatest full court heaves of all time in order to induce overtime. 
The Suns won the contest with a scoreline of 116 to 113. The 76ers are now 39 and 19, while the Suns are 42 and 16 in the win and loss columns, respectively. For the Suns, the highest scorer was Chris Paul, who had 28 points, 8 assists. Devin Booker was leading, was trailing behind with 19 points. Michael Bridges, who has had an amazing season this year. One of the candidates for most improved player, Dark Horses. Yeah, you heard it from me. A Dark Horse for one of the most improved players with 18 points. For the 76ers, the highest scorer was Joel Embiid, who had a double-double of 38 points, 17 rebounds. The one who trailed him was Dan Green, who had 18. Danny Green has definitely had a good productive season after after getting traded by the Lakers. He has had a good game. George Hill was in his second game. He had 11 points from his bench. The 76ers are definitely a good team. They play well, they play hard. They are a good defensive team. And under Doc Rivers, they have been great. The next match of the day was between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Chicago Bulls. The Cavs won the contest with a scoreline of 121 to 105. The Cavs are now 21 and 37, while the Bulls are 24 and 34 in the win and loss column, respectively. The highest scorer for the Cavs was Colin Sexton, who had 30.7 assists. Darius Garland had 25 points. While for the Bulls, the highest scorer was Kobe White, who had 14 points. And yeah, Laurie Markinen had 16 from the bench. He had good, he had a good game. Thaddeus Young had 14. Thomas Satoransky had 13. But Daniel Thais was restricted to single digits. Patrick Williams was restricted to single digits. Well, yeah, Patrick Williams did just play 19 minutes. Nikola Vucevic was restricted to 9 points, 2 assists, 5 rebounds. Currently one of the best bigs after Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. After Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. Who are playing currently and not injured. I'm not taking Anthony Davis into consideration because he is a great big, but he's been out since February. And he definitely has an ab- he's aiming to rep the Lakers tomorrow against the Mavs. And you can see that there uh, the Lakers are now incubating Anthony Davis back on the court in order to understand the scenes and everything and it should be a hopeful game. The next match of the day was between the Rockets, the Houston Rockets and the Utah Jazz. The Jazz won this contest very comfortably, 112 to 89. The highest scorer for the Jazz was Jordan Clarkson, who had who had come up from the bench, 22 points. Mike Conley Jr. had a double-double of 11 points, 13 assists. Trudy Gobert had a double-double of 19 points, 18 rebounds. Joe Ingles had a good game with 21 points. While for the Rockets, the highest scorer was John Ball with 21. Christian Wood followed with 16. Armani Brooks had to start in front in place of Kevin Porter Jr. because he violated the NBA protocols and Sterling Brown was assaulted. He was bleeding and everything. So, prayers up for Sterling Brown after his assault. But let's see how they perform later on because again, Rockets are lottery bound. The next match of the day, an overtime match between the New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. The Knicks are now 33 and 27, while the Hawks are 32 and 27 in the win and loss columns, respectively. The Knicks won the contest with the scoreline of 137 to 127. Yeah, too much 27, too much seven within this stat line. 
Julius Randle had a monstrous game. A double-double of 40 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Emmanuel Quickly and Derrick Rose both had 20 points apiece from the bench. While the, the highest scorer for the Hawks was Clint Capella, who again had a, another great game of a double-double of 25 points, 22 rebounds. Bogdan Bogdanovic, Trey Young both had 20 points apiece. But then still, they lost against the hot Knicks. And it's interesting to see that the Knicks are winning a lot after the Jeremy Lin, Carmelo Anthony, Kristaps posing his face. And you can see, it's, it's great to see the Big Apple team performing well after a change in coaching and an improvement in the player zones. The next match of the day was between the San Antonio Spurs and the Miami Heat. The Heat won the contest with the scoreline of 107 to 87. The Spurs are now 28 and 29, while the Heat are 31 and 28 in the win and loss columns, respectively. The highest scorer for the previous NBA finalists was Bam Adebayo, who had 23 points, 8 rebounds. Tyler Harrow had 22 points, 6, 6 rebounds, 4 assists from the bench. Jimmy Butler had a double double of 18 points and 11 assists. They had a pretty good game. For the Spurs, the highest scorer was Derek White with 13, with 13, but the highest scorer was actually DeMar DeRozan with 15. Derek White trailed with 13. DeJounte Murray had 11, and those are the only players who were in double digits. That's why you can expect such a low-scoring game for the Spurs. The next match of the day was between the Dallas Mavericks and the Detroit Pistons. The Mavs won the contest, of course, with a scoreline of 127 to 117. The Mavs have a back-to-back tomorrow. They are playing the Lakers and Anthony Davis is coming. So let's hope the Mavs don't lose their current form. The Mavs are now 31 and 26, while the Pistons are 18 and 41 in the win and loss columns, respectively. The Mavs won it very comfortably with a scoreline of 127 to 117. Luka was the highest scorer for the Mavs. He had an almost triple-double, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists in his 33 minutes of play. The next best performer on the team was Jalen Brunson, who had 20 from the bench. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 15. Kristaps Porzingis had 19 and Dorian Finney-Smith had 11. So you can see that they were not having a good game, except Luka, who had an almost triple-double. While for the Pistons, the highest scorer was Jeremy Grant, again, another contender for the most improved player. 26 points in his 27 minutes. Corey Joseph had 12. Josh Jackson, oh sorry, Corey Joseph had 24. And you can see that the Pistons are coming together, but they are not able to win it. Again, this is one more team that is probably lottery bound. Let's see what happens. Next match of the day, an extremely close game between the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets edged out, literally edged out in this contest with the scoreline of 106 to 105. The Blazers are now 32 and 26, while the Nuggets are 38 and 20 in the win and loss columns, respectively. For the Nuggets, the highest scorer was the best performer and the highest scorer was Nikola Jokic, 25 points, 9 rebounds. The next best performer was Michael Porter Jr. who had 17. While for the Trailblazers, the highest perform- the best performer was Damian Lillard with 22. Norman Powell had 17. 
Interestingly, the Nuggets restricted CJ McCollum to 14. That is a good stat to have. I will give them kudos. That is a good stat to have. The next match was between the Sacramento Kings and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Kings won the contest with the scoreline of 128 to 125. The Kings are now 24 and 35, while the Timberwolves are 16 and 44 in their columns. The highest scorer for the Kings was De'Aaron Fox. What a good game. 30 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Buddy Heald again had a good game, 29 points. Harrison Barnes, again, one of their consistent performers for the Kings, had 22 points. And you can see almost all of their starters had a good game. Tyrese Halliburton had 16 from the bench. While for the Timberwolves, the highest scorer was Carl Anthony Towns, who had 26. Anthony Edwards had 16. Nas Reed had 24 from the bench. Juan Cho Hernan Gomez had 16 from the bench in his 19 minutes. And they have a good bench. They're playing well under the new, the change in the coaching staff, but the Timberwolves are still bad. They are bad. The next match of the day was between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies had a double-digit lead over the Clippers. They could have won this contest, but then understanding the fact that the Clippers have a great superpower with them, they edged out with a scoreline of 117 to 105. The Clippers are now 42 and 19, while the Grizzlies are 29 and 28 in the win and loss columns, respectively. And interestingly, the Clippers won this match without major of their starters. No Rajon Rondo, no Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard, no Serge Ibaka. They still won. The highest scorer was Luke Kennard, who had 28. Marcus Morris Sr. had 25. Ivaka Zubat had 18. Terence Mann had 19. All of their starters had a pretty good game. But then you can see that Demarcus Cousins had a good game cleaning the glass. He had 10 rebounds, 6 points in his 14 minutes of play. And Demarcus Cousins is slowly, extremely slowly rebuilding his NBA prospect and NBA career after getting injured quite heavily from his stint with the Golden State and the Lakers. The highest scorer for the Grizzlies was Jamorant, of course, with 22 points. And that's it. Jaren Jackson at 15 from the bench, but this is a team that it's depressing to see that stat line. Trust me, it is depressing. They are playing so many players. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. They played their entire roster. 15 players were put on court. Only 4 players had double digit scores. And the rest is just depressing. It's seriously depressing. Let's hope that the Grizzlies get their act together at some point. So yeah. You have 3 seconds remaining on the shot clock. You pull up the jumper and you score. You celebrate by sharing this podcast to anyone and everyone whom you know is going to gain a lot by getting all such NBA updates right on their fingertips and right into their ears. I am Vishwasha and this is Nothing But Net.